Yeah, well, oh, yeah. and I told him too. For I'm sure. like, it's really elevating our podcast to a level that it really shouldn't be elevated <laughs> to because it's really not that, you know, shushui or whatever. I I'm fairly shushui. I don't know who you are. I don't know. I'm just making words. I've never heard. that. I'm just nodding. Like nope. I know what y'all. Yeah, yeah just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's yeah, usually what because, we do. Yeah, because. It's not a thing. Because she sounds like she knows what she's talking about. So we're just going along. We just, we we're just, like, yeah. That's going that's on the website. Exactly. Shishui. Yes. Yeah. How do you spell oh, shishui? Yeah. Anybody know? Because with bebopping around. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Rebel Teacher Alliance, the podcast where teachers rethink student engagement with Jamie Halsey, Fabian Hoffman, and Scott Kazarian. Hello and welcome to the Rebel Teacher Alliance podcast, where we celebrate the educators who challenge the status quo and inspire their students to think outside the box. Today we are thrilled to have a very special guest with us, 8th grade U.S. history teacher Sarah Page. Sarah is a true rebel in the classroom, using her creative talents and love for U.S. history to inspire her students to think critically and engage with the past in a meaningful way. Her passion for teaching is contagious, and her dedication to her students is evident in every lesson she delivers. As a member of the Rebel Teacher Alliance, Sarah embodies the spirit of innovation and creativity that we value so highly. Her willingness to take risks and try new approaches to teaching has earned her the respect and admiration of her colleagues and students alike. So join us today as we sit down with Sarah to talk about her journey as a Rebel Teacher, the challenges she's faced along the way, and the impact she's making in the lives of her students. We guarantee you'll be inspired by her passion and creativity, and maybe even pick up a few tips for how to shake up your own classroom. Well, hey, everybody. I don't even know what to say at this point. Okay, well, there was a lot in there. A grievous mistake. That is Did I just get replaced? Way. (laughs) You did look very happy as we played that. That was fantastic. Well, hey, everybody. We're glad you're you're here joining with us. Uh, as always, Fabian has decided to roll out something that threw us all off and made us feel uh, yeah. funny yeah. inside. Because why not? Yeah. Why uh, not? It was really fun. So t- uh, so <laughs> I don't even know how to follow that, but there was a lot in there. Uh, we guaranteed something. I don't think we've ever guaranteed something on a podcast before. Well, so now, now we kind of have to be that front load an apology. I don't know. We're making promises. Yeah. And how do we may or may not be able to that? keep? Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're just going to believe everything it said. But Fabian, what was that? What did we just do? What just uh, happened? So I, I just fed some information into ChatGPT today and I said, uh, please write me an introduction for our podcast, Rebel Teacher Alliance. And which our guest. I don't know, yeah, and and our guest Sarah Page. Yeah, and I don't know where, where all this information came from about like all the things that we talk about on our podcast. I think <laughs> it just made it up. Um, but I gave I just gave some general information about you, Sarah, and uh, the stuff that I knew about you just from following you on TikTok. And this is what came out. And then um, there is this website called ElevenLabs.io, which is a website that has uh, AI voices, which makes it in- sound incredibly realistic and then i just downloaded it and started it and it sounded amazing well i and still I feel weird so that worked really well for me i, I was really i do think it. this is exactly who you are just based on what chat gpt said i well, think for that's sure exactly it. so yeah. in there somewhere we introduced our guest today sarah page we're so yep. excited to have you how do we know her fabian how do how we get connected to her uh, so I fo- started following Sarah on TikTok when I started to get obsessed with TikTok yep. and then quickly realized that uh, that's not what I can do. But mm-hmm. um, there is a lot of stuff that, that is going on there. And it just Sarah just cracked me up regularly. And so um, I was like, OK, we got to have her on our show. And we've been trying to get this uh, to happen for a while. But there was like life and things and you moved and whatever. And now finally you're here. And I like that she hasn't so even been able to say a word yet. This is fantastic. Yeah. This is the best podcast yeah. we've know. had so We're far. We're several minutes in. Yeah, we took her over with AI. Uh, okay, I was going to give us a quick update uh, just from our general pod listener. I know you guys are dying to know the total number of pennies that are going to be coming my way. Oh, my God. Okay, so oh just because just we were at 165 penny dollars worth of pennies, uh, I, I heard on Friday yeah. the total was $255 worth of pennies. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Just what? that's a no. I like how. Let's how just say I'm being nice like, and collecting them for them and rolling them for them. Trying to help him out and, and not be a, a teacher hoarder, and he's not listening. <laughs> and in the meantime, I will yeah. have twenty five thousand pennies to play with in my class. Twenty five thousand. And then I will help them roll them. It's all part of the fundraiser. I'm just a giver. It's wait. Are- it's actually, Did you talk your yeah, students exactly. into bringing you? So pennies? it's a, it's a we talked a la- a last week on the pod. I'm sure you listened, right, Sarah? And uh, so <laughs> I, it hasn't updated. I was I'm still listening to uh, that. No, podcast. so uh, I the seventh graders did a fundraiser, and I have an advisory of sixth graders. But it was like a penny wars. They were collecting pennies. They could bomb each other different things. And I was like, oh, I want to do a money unit. Maybe I could just buy how many ever many pennies they collect. But you know, I didn't think they were gonna have that many. I thought fifty bucks. Worth of pennies tops, and now we're at two hundred fifty five dollars. And I've I sort mean, of you already could committed. just buy fifty dollars worth of pennies. That's true, but yeah. I've already committed you to could. saying, "Oh, don't roll them. I'll take care of it, and just let me mm. buy them from you." So I've sort of got myself in pretty deep, but I'm mm. really excited. So I was, I'm not, I'm not sure I can handle that many pennies, but we'll see what happens. Either way, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> so I knew our try, or our our rebel teachers really wanted to know the update. So that's the update. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm, they were. I know. Waiting I know. Well, I was trying to, you know, to... transition. So okay, let's get. Uh, well, let's here. refocus yeah. the pod on yeah. our guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After Very we had a minute long <laughs> introduction. <laughs> yeah. A minute-long introduction. You come Okay, in. so yeah. I think we were talking about how you found yeah. Sarah, yeah? And she was cracking you up just like I crack yes. you up all the time, things yep. like that, right? Yeah. Sure, yes. That's, no, it's mostly <laughs> annoyance, not cracking up. Um, yeah, and so so the things that, that I saw on there were just different because um, a lot of, of TikTok is weird. And um, while you do have a weirdness about you with like some of the things that you cover in your TikToks, it's a it's like a fun, lighthearted kind of a stuff. And it it reminded me of like the, the things I do in my classroom. And so I feel like we, we are connected in some way. Yes. So that's why you, you, you're on. Connected. And we want to hear more weird. about. Yeah, about, I want to know about this weirdness about, about yeah. you. So feel free to just. Yeah. So share. Tell us about you. And we kind of start with like an origin story. Where, yeah. How did you get into this? Yeah. Where, how did you get into teaching so, all that kind of stuff? Okay. So um, first of all, I've always been a weird child. Um, I'm sorry. Good. GT is what they call it. So I grew up as like a GT weird kid with ADHD. Um, but (laughs) I remember zoning off in class when I was a kid and just like staring at the bulletin boards and like all the cute classroom decor. And that was like really what drew me, (laughs) I guess as a child, I was like, Oh, maybe I'll be a teacher one day. And then I got to college and realized I did not want to take all the teaching courses Mm. because that was boring. And all my friends were like, look, that looks like work. It was, a, yeah, like, seriously, I was, um, I was in a sorority and my sorority sisters would be like working on these like song cards and like perfect handwriting and anchor charts and all that. And I'm like, that is not for me. Um, so <laughs> I, uh, was like a political science and sorry, sociology and anthropology major mm. with, I got a minor in poli sci and I didn't know what I wanted to do after that. Um, so I naturally I sold electrical supply um, at oh. the college. Yes, the classic. <laughs> well, that makes perfect sense. segue yeah. from college, like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then I sold insurance, so sales. I'm good at sales, so that's I guess I just did what I was good at, um, yeah. and that was boring. And so then the recession hit, and I was like, crap. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to buy any extra insurance right now. They're all getting rid of it. So I was like, I guess I'll have to go to plan B, I'll get my alternate certification. Um, and they threw me in a classroom and that was in 2009. I became a teacher on nine, nine of 2009. Wow. Wow. My first day in the classroom. So it was teaching kindergarten. I was going to say, what were you teaching? Wow. So it's September 9th and those babies had had three teachers. I, I was number four and, um, it was, we are, yeah, it's a hot mess, but um, it was great. I still keep in touch with um, a lot of those students. Uh, some of them, or most of them just graduated this past May. Um, wow. One of them came by my house and bought Girl Scout cookies from my daughters last Aww. week. Like they're still, they're still my little babies. Um, where do you and teach? So you like, where are you it. in the world? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh. So I teach in Houston. Oh, I'm in the Houston God. area. So, but yeah, I taught kindergarten for two years. Then I moved up to third grade and then I moved to uh, 
to a different district and taught in second grade and then third grade again. And then during the pandemic, I was like, I got to get out of this because um, one big difference between elementary and I teach junior high now, middle school, one big difference is admin. Mm-hmm. That's what I've noticed. At least mm-hmm. admin is like breathing down your throat in elementary. They're constantly like, we have to do the, you know, the next best thing. Whereas middle school principals are like, thank you for being mm-hmm. here. Don't leave. Please. please don't quit today. Please, please don't quit today. Just not today. Tomorrow. Maybe. Um, so I just, I don't know, my flavor of sarcasm, um, just it fits very well with middle schoolers. So here yeah. I am living the dream. I like to wow. think that my sarcasm fits well yeah. with middle schoolers too, but every once in a while I, uh, I push it a little too far. Does that ever happen? You, you, yeah, you overshoot a little bit. Shocking. Yeah. Like, I'm really, really good at roasting um, them. And so sometimes I'm like, I should have said that. <laughs> you got to step back. I, but I, not- I hold I my ground because, like, I got to assert my dominance, you yes. know, or they'll just yeah. Yeah, overtake obviously. the classroom. They, they yeah. want to apologize and you try yeah. to apologize with your eyes. You're like, I'm sorry. Sort of. <laughs> Got it. <Awesome. laughs> no, I've never done anything that I guess would like really upset them. And if they, if so, I just talked to them after. I was like, I'm so sorry. I was just joking. You know that, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, no deal. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know. And then as they leave with <laughs> tears in their eyes, they just happy tears, mm-hmm. right? Of, yes. of course. Nothing but no, happy yeah. tears. So then somehow you got <laughs> on the TikTok train, yeah? How did, the, how did that all come to be? Yeah, of course. Uh, TikTok, my TikTok obsession started during the pandemic, um, learning all of the, the dances and all of the things. <laughs> you're Me locked too. inside. Wow, that's so weird. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but then I... Uh, posted like a teacher one on my personal Instagram, like that was, that's private. And I was like, Oh, why is this here? I should just have a, like a separate one for mm-hmm. that. And I already had an Instagram. So I just kind of posted some of the content on there and kind of went, went from there. And then I had a viral, a video go viral randomly, like not one that I thought was decent it's always the not yeah. like it's always the ones i think are crappy that end up blowing up um it's it's very similar to what like we have like a few videos up because we just show stuff from our classroom so we explain things and then it's like literally the thing where it's like here are some dice and it just goes like crazy <laughs> and we're like what is happening yeah, there's no yes. reason. right that's jamie that was the, i'm like i didn't think that that was that insane. funny but yeah. apparently yeah. According to Fabian, you're hilarious. You so, yeah, you are hilarious. Yeah, um, cool. So, so what does your what does your day look like when it comes? Because we we talked to to educator Andrea, and she told us that she's like super organized, and she's like she drops her kids off, she goes to school, she records like a bunch of TikToks, and then she does her teaching. And I'm like, I don't, I can, I can barely make it on time to school. Like, I have no idea how that even works. So I, w- I was wondering how it is for you. Like, how is the question? Why are you so much better um, than us? I don't know. What is, what is the question? It really okay. is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm about to make you feel better. So, uh, okay, good. All right, here we go. It depends on where, like what's going on in life. Like, um, some days I'm like, yeah, I get up and I go and I'll, I'll, I'll have some, you know, TikToks like queued up that I want to do, um, in my, what is it called? Drafts. And so I'll mm-hmm. just get there and I can, I can film really quick. And so I'll make a couple and then, you know, I'll post them maybe at lunchtime or after, you know, school or something like that. Once I've had time to kind of go in and edit, but then I, I, I don't know if you've been on my TikTok lately. I don't, I don't think I've posted in weeks. So yeah, there's not much going on. It's, yeah, because I I knew you were okay because you were messaging right? me. So <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't worried. So um, yeah, it's I don't know. And sometimes I'll get to where I'm like posting on Instagram all the time. It's 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 the ADHD. It's like I I like I cannot be consistent with anything. Like that's like my worst, yeah. my Achilles heel. Well, I'm finding third quarter uh, to be overwhelming at times. And so mm. there are certain weeks that I'm like, okay, I'm going to crawl to Friday. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, it's Tuesday. I'm ready to like take on the world. And so like that's, yes. the, that must be your TikTok day. Like take on the world day. And then the rest of the time you're like, nope, <laughs> yes. not today. <laughs> well, speaking of taking things on, I also agreed to be the golf coach for oh, wow. my school and so now I have oh, like wow. after school okay. practices and tournaments three days a week and having to do all the paperwork that comes with being a coach. I've never coached before. Have you played golf before? Anything. Okay. 
I was on the golf okay, team okay, in high well, school. Well, you got that, so that's good. But the golf coach from last year, the extent of her knowledge of golf was she had played top golf a couple times. Oh, and so oh, good. If she can coach, certainly as, as someone as who's not, played the game for sure. And as long as it's not Mario, I have golf Tiger Woods two thousand nine. I feel like I'm pretty good at golf, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're better than me. I only know Mario Golf from. I do putt putt on occasion. Does that count? You putt 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 golf. There is a glow putt putt at our mall. Maybe I'll go try it. There you go. Oh, we have one of those. um, We have one of those in our little area too. Like one of the shopping centers has that. It's called Shanks, yeah. which I think mm, is not a great name. That seems a little... No, that's not a great name. Am I getting stabbed yeah. here? Yeah. Playing golf? That? that seems a little dicey, a little dangerous. Mini golf? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so the balance is hard, I think is what we're saying. The balance is hard. Just yeah, like everybody else uh, yeah. that's listening yeah. right now. The balance is just hard sometimes. Yep. And I have two daughters. Uh, my husband like is like Mr. Mom. He he uh, works from home, so he walks them to school every day. He's like best friends with all the neighborhood moms <laughs> that I'm friends with during the summer. <laughs> yeah. But so he walks my kid to school and like gets her off, you know, off the bus and off or um, the older one off the bus and everything. And mm-hmm. it, it's I'm very very thankful for him because I am perpetual hot mess and it's always you know trying to balance everything is always hard that's a thing with teaching it really is about trying to find a balance and never really being able to do it i think it never (laughs) never happens yeah yeah i feel like at the end of the day i'm (laughs) mentally exhausted so i don't know how to i have four boys so i like get home and i'm like okay don't screw this up. <laughs> I got I got nothing left in the tank, and I gotta somehow love you guys. Don't screw this up too bad. I, I highly recommend the um, pull into your driveway and sit, turn off your car, and just sit silently and stare into the abyss for a good two to three yeah. minutes to where you're. Can I leave the air conditioning on? Can I leave my car running? Is that okay? That. Because he's in Hawaii, so you know. I'm in know. Texas. I mean. <laughs> I just like moving airflow. That's all. I just like constant. It's just, just, all right, we're derailed. All right, keep. You do you. You do you. you. I appreciate that. Thank you, Sarah. But that's kind of how I decompress before I go inside with the chaos of of my children and family. That could be an interesting thing for our Twitter. Like, for those that are listening right now, like, how do you decompress? How do you get back into your home after a day of school? Or Or even like during breaks, like during lunch, like I don't go into the staff lounge. I just, because I'm I'm an introvert, so I need time to myself so I can recharge to prepare for the rest of the day. And I, I agree with you, having that like time where it's just silent and it's just you and like nothing and you've got nothing going on. I think it's really important to take a few minutes, Mm -hmm. whether you're in the car or, you know, between classes or whatever. I, I somehow opened my classroom to whoever wants to come for lunch. So I've got random kids in there having tutoring sessions or drawing on my whiteboard. And I'm like, how did this happen? It started off like me offering lunch tutorials once or twice a week to now they're, they won't leave. They're there every day. (laughs) And it's really great. Sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah, But it's really, I mean, that would be hard because then, you know, maybe those kids need you. Right. So you feel that guilt. Um, But yeah, but that would be hard to, to not have that new time. Every once in a while, yeah. I'll be like, I'm sorry, guys. I got I got to finish you got, you some go. stuff. Yeah. You got to go today. And they're like, all right, fine. And then they just and they just No, you know what they do? They a lot of the times they do. I'm like, no, you, that means you got to go. Like, out. <laughs> oh, you mean us. Okay, yeah. Even the rest yeah, not of me. Yeah. I'm the special one. Not me. You weren't kicking me out. That's really funny. So... Uh, one of the things that, that I noticed, and you even have like a collection of things, is like the the costume yeah. stuff. When did that start? Like, how do you, how did you decide when to dress up as Washington or like a, what is it, a Puritan lady? I yeah, think I have a Puritan costume. Like... Um, well, I, really, I've kind of always done that. In um, I came from elementary, so it's kind of yeah. like a, like there's all kinds of ridiculous spirit days <laughs> in elementary. There's always like book character day, and then there's this day and then it's you know what do you want to be when you grow up day and so I was just dressed up with the kids too like they would have their little spirit days and I would dress up as well and then when I moved to history I I already had several costumes um Mm, okay so I was like oh I'll just transition these costumes to uh 
to junior high kids. And I don't really care if they think it's corny or cheesy. Um, I just, you know, I roll with it. I, they, there's always a kid that asks, like, what are, what are you wearing? I'm like, don't hit on the drip. Don't hit on this history. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're just jealous. <laughs> and do you, do you do this for like, um, is it, is it, do you do this strategically? Do you, because I'm a history teacher too. And all I dress up is, as like a Jedi, which has nothing to do with this. <laughs> but, um, but so I'm wondering, do you, is this a strategic thing where you're like, I, I know that if I dress up ridiculously on that day, it's going to like cement it in their memory. Like remember mm -hmm. that time Miss Page dressed up as a, as George Washington. Some days. Um, so or, George Washington. Yes. We do the constitutional convention. And so, um, I dress up as George Washington on that day. Um, and I, I've talked my history team into doing the same. So they dress up like there's James Madison and then, um, Alexander Hamilton, like whoever they'll just throw on a powdered wig and, and we'll go into the large group instruction room and bring the kids in there. And they'll just throw on like that, that powdered wig they've had lying around. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. You know, I've, I've kind of, um, <laughs> it's encouraged them. I'm like, listen, I have multiple this? powdered wigs. So like I have one, if you need to borrow it, but then they bought their own. <laughs> I think I know what I'm donors it's, choosing next time. I'm going good. to get some powdered, right? wigs. Yep. <laughs> powdered wigs, powdered <laughs> wigs, just all yeah. powdered wigs mm -hmm. all day. Um, but so it started kind of with that in history and, uh, and the Puritan costume and kind of just evolved from, from that. Um, I, it also helps that I am only five one, so I can wear an adult or a child's extra large costume. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> me too. Nice. That's so weird. <laughs> right? We have so yeah. much in common. <laughs> but, uh, so I, it's, usually, often it's also usually a dress <laughs> that he chooses, which well, is Well, so I teach Hawaiian <laughs> history and all they wear is one cloth. It's just not going to work. I just can't. It's not, I mean, you yeah. do yeah. you. I mean, just, yeah. It's historically <laughs> accurate. You, you. No, yeah, but um, sure. as far as strategically for George Washington, yes. But other times I just kind of throw it in there. Like if I'm really uh, focusing on like manifest destiny that way, I'll wear the, uh, that day I'll wear the, the pioneer costume or mm -hmm. if I'm talking about women's rights. I'll, I'll wear the Susan B. Anthony costume or, you know, just, it just depends. Sometimes it's at the beginning of a unit. Sometimes it's when I'm getting in depth with that material. And really it's just, uh, to help remind them, like to connect it, you know, mm -hmm. because history is tough, especially for, uh, people of color and women and, uh, uh, people that are, you know, immigrants coming into our, the schools and, and, um, that don't know the language. So I do a lot of visuals. Oh, there's I my know, dog. That's awesome. oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> his name is Benjamin say, Franklin. Oh, oh my gosh. Say, do we just call him dog or does he have a name? Benji? No. His Benji. Name, we're going to. <laughs> we're gonna talk yeah, to him. We're gonna be interviewing yes. the dog. Yeah. Yes. Interview Benjamin. Uh, there's a really cool board game yeah. that actually was one of those things we were joking about that got sent to us called Her Story, uh, by oh, yeah. uh, shoot, I don't remember the name of the company, uh, something Dog Games, and it's really great because it has so many women and women of color and their histories yes. and stuff. It's really good. Yeah. So, but because history is is so difficult because. The, there's not, it's, I always say it's like just a bunch of old dead white people, you know, yeah. like a mm -hmm. bunch of old dead white men. It's, it's hard to connect. So wearing those costumes, um, kind of helps them, you know. And in. do you, do you lean into the character? Because that's the thing that, that I, that I want to do, which I haven't yet. Sometimes like my, my actual real persona slips out when I dress up <laughs> as, as my Jedi character and I want to like really lean into it and be like, I, what is this strange device you're holding in your hand? Yes. So, like, I, do you lean into it? Um, or? very often I, I do. Uh, yeah. So the, especially the Puritan costume, I just persecute oh, all through the hallway. That's the best, you know, just, you know, shame, ding, shame. Ding, ding, exactly. Ding. No. And, and we kind of have a running joke. Like if somebody forgets to have their supplies ready, I'm like, Everybody publicly persecute him. You're like, shame, shame. And then it makes it, it kind of lightens the, you know, awkwardness or, yeah. or you know, throws it into gear either way. But it. it but I think with middle funny. schoolers, it, it really pays off to lean into it because it's like they are so weird anyways. Mm -hmm. And so the weirder you can be, it's like it's 
it makes it so much more fun. Yeah. Too. Well, it is, and I'm I'm a, a failed actress, so you know. Oh, that's I was perfect. Say, so the accents come out. I too. really wanted to be an actress when when I was uh, in high school, and my theater teacher was like, "Oh, honey." Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's when it starts with "Oh, honey, (laughs) bless your heart." I don't think that's for you, but which I'm glad she did because I would not have been successful. But do you find that your that your students really like? Yeah, you you put on the costume and all of that, but you're really going that extra mile. So they probably maybe they don't want to admit it, but they appreciate that because it shows that you care about the subject matter and that you care about making it, you know, accessible to them. Yes, they, they do. And they, and they, you know, they, they don't always show it, but they do often say like, thanks for being, you know, obnoxious. Cause it does help us focus. <laughs> you're like, yeah. you're welcome. No problem. Anytime. <laughs> That's totally what I was going for. Right? <laughs> I mean, it is. If, if you've ever spent a day in my classroom, you're like, Oh my God, that's a lot. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> So I wanted to shift gears a little bit because I know, and you've, you've spoken about this on, on your TikTok too, is that you're part uh, Cherokee, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so I was wondering, like, how does this uh, play into your teaching of history as well? Because you you can bring an incredibly unique point of view that, like we said, like history is written by all white people, especially mm-hmm. America is very famous for its its treatment of Native Americans. So I was wondering how you bring that across in, in your classroom. Yeah. So culture. Yeah. I'm a, a tribal citizen of the Cherokee nation. I'm an at large citizen, which means I don't live on the reservation. Uh, mm-hmm. But my grandmother uh, live, was born and raised on the Cherokee reservation in Oklahoma in a little town called Salisaw. Um, and so growing up, like, obviously I knew I was not full blood Cherokee, like I was white too, <laughs> but um yeah that was kind of like, that's who, what I identified. That's the side of my bloodline that I, we always said, like every form it was American Indian or native American. Um, that's kind of, I don't know how to explain it more, but that's just our culture. Um, yeah. so when I got into the classroom, um, I've always just tried to make that more, um, I don't know how to you know, think of my words just make it known to where they're, they're not just imagining, you know, these Indians, quote unquote, uh, these native Mm -hmm. Americans as just something in a textbook, Mm -hmm. like, Oh, you know, these are these ancient people that don't exist. No, like, hi, I'm here. Mm -hmm. So I show them my blue card, which is like my citizenship, like my ID for the Cherokee nation and, um, talk to them about that. I've got my whole family lineage in a book about this, Thick. It's wow. a huge book that some of my family members on the reservation compiled uh, 20, 30 years ago. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll look at that and talk about it. But then it's, you know, we get to, it's always the Andrew Jackson unit that really is is hard. And I, I tell them like, this is a hard unit for me to teach because this has to do with my family. This has to do with my ancestors, you know? And mm-hmm. so it's, it's hard to teach, but it's important that we learn about this and and learn about what's still going on today. So, um, you know, when I'm teaching Worcester versus Georgia, um, I'll talk about uh, some of the more modern uh, Supreme Court cases that have to do with sovereignty of uh, Indian mm-hmm. nations and stuff like that. But I do think it it helps them to understand, like, oh, this is still a mm-hmm. thing. Like this is that'd be like, way more powerful still- for sure. So, yeah. yeah. And do you I mean, find really your students connect with that? Like, do you, do you have a Native American population or indigenous? It's very, very small. I think I'll have one or two every year. That's about it. And I have about 130, 140 students every wow. year. And one to two mm-hmm. of them is Native. Um, a lot of the times um, they may have Native ancestry, but that's not how they were raised. Mm-hmm. That's not... Um, how they know themselves. Um, so it's, it, it's hard, but some of them will say like, Oh my, you know, grand, there's always the, the, my grandmother was a Cherokee princess, you mm. know, thing. Yeah. Like, mm. no. <laughs> sure, yes. why don't you, yeah. you know what? I can help you. Like, let me show you some, some genealogy websites. We can, there was no, there were no, Cherokee how this princesses. Works. 
Uh, I yeah. started a cultural yeah. identity yeah. project last year because I took a PD. I'm fairly recently, like four years in, and uh, and I was a cert- like an alternate certificate too because this is like a second career kind of thing for me too. So I took a PD, mm-hmm. and they're like, you should recognize everyone's cultural identity. I was like, great, let's do that. That sounds awesome. And so now even I do one, and I put it on the board too, and so we regularly reference each other's. Uh, when we do census information, I'm like, well, we have literally – census information right there on the wall and it, it tends to just draw students a little bit make them feel more ownership and yeah. probably get to know you so much better knowing your background and then that you're like teaching mm-hmm. the actual stuff yeah and and in hawaii it's very common like one of the things because I, I was teaching in hawaii too until, that's how scott and i met um <laughs> until i abandoned you as well <laughs> yeah um it's very common that the students like ask you straight up like what heritage are you like what what are you essentially it's very interesting because there's so it's such a melting like literally a melting pot like not america where it's like it's a melting pot but hawaii is literally there are so many different cultures just living together and so it's very interesting for for scott and doing this kind of project because they can see like everybody is everything Mm -hmm. there and just like I think that's a very important thing to do. Um, I to, think that's a compliment. That Thank you, baby. Not that's so just... nice. You're, you're so sweet. Oh, well, I it didn't felt mean like you. It. Sorry. Did <laughs> I say you your used name? my name and you said I think positive things. It felt very but affirmational. I think I think the more we as teachers, especially in history, can like break it down and and show like I'm I'm from Germany originally, and so I teach the Holocaust. I have connections through my grandpa who fought for the Wehrmacht, for example, right? So I tell his story, like what he did and what he went through. And um, I get every once in a while, I get a few Jewish students who are like, oh, I'm like half Jewish, but they had no idea what really went on. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really important that we, if we have these connections that that are part of ourselves, that... um, we we don't hesitate and we're like okay we got to bring this in because how else are they gonna be exposed to that kind of stuff right Mm -hmm. and so i really really think that's awesome that you you shine a light on the bad things that the united states did because like if we close our eyes to it it's it's bound to be repeated absolutely right okay well let's uh, move on so our next segment is like uh what's working in your class right now what's either going awesome or what's totally tanking and it could help us and the listeners that are on on the Rebel Teacher Alliance of like, how's it going? What's working? What's not anything? All right. Okay. Well, let's start off with what's yes. not working. This is our favorite part. <laughs> yes. yes. Go ahead. Okay. Good. That's All right. the best part. Okay. So <laughs> when I was teaching elementary, we did. Um, stations all the time. Mm-hmm. So station mm-hmm. station work. So I would be pulling a small group, and each kid was at a, a station practicing a specific skill. Um, and then, you know, the little timer would go off and they would go on, you know, my next group would come and I would teach and it was a great way to differentiate. Um, it's not going well in junior high. (laughs) I am really desperately trying to figure out how to make that work in the way that it worked in the elementary setting. And I just keep trying to shove that peg into that square peg into a round hole. And it's like, I, I, what, I, this is not working. So, um, like when you start pulling small groups, the other ones kind of just like fall apart. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or they just yeah. like I'll look over and there's like two of them asleep. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know what you're doing. Like, it's quite a what you're doing. No, why? why? Like, yeah. And there's like a slap fight going on, and the others. I'm like, it's kind of like whack a mole, right? <laughs> it is. Teaching in general is just like yeah. whack a mole. Yeah. But uh, so that's not going great, despite my um, best attempts. But you know, it'll. it'll and what, what's the what's the topic you're teaching? Where you're trying that? Um, so currently, causes of the Civil War. So, and I had like I spent upon hours creating these stations, these primary source stations, where they would mm-hmm. be able to discuss and try to you know take notes and figure out what's going on, so that I could pull some of my like bilingual kiddos that really need extra support or my special ed students who really need that extra one-on-one or small group um, while the rest of the jabronis, um, you know, <laughs> did their work, but, you know, they, they are who they are. So that's not going yeah. great, but some things that are going well is, I don't know, I think my bread and butter in the classroom is, is relationships. Mm. 
and and roasting students in a loving <laughs> way. <laughs> they love that. Emphasis on the yes, I do. That's what I do call them. And then, sorry, I'm get, I'll, I'll squirrel if you let yeah, me. But ahead. no, please squirrel. No, no, yeah, it's yeah, fun. Go ahead. I call okay. mine Weisenheimers, so, so I'm like, hey, you guys are Weisenheimers. <laughs> <laughs> so I call mine jabronis, and. After the Super Bowl, uh, I can't remember who it was, but there was one of the players that was like going off and, and saying, you know, like, yeah, we'll beat those jabronis. I was like, oh, yes. So tomorrow, like the next day I got it. And I was like, did y'all hear that he used, he used the word that y'all don't ever know what that is? And they're like, no, we didn't see that part. I'm like, yeah, it <laughs> So next day you came in with a video clip where it's like, I told you. I promptly forgot. And then I, I had oh, all okay. intentions of doing that, but. Yeah, yeah. See the negative yeah. way he uses jabroni? That's how I use it, too. It's a perfect <laughs> That is why. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Make the connection, people. Yeah. Right. All right, so you're doing you relationships really well, supposedly. Go on, keep, keep talking yes, about Yes, allegedly. Um, no, but just getting, you know, getting students to understand, you know, to know that I care about them and that I push them hard because I want them to be their best. I want them to be successful. Um and I don't know, just that's kind of where we at, we're at in, in teaching right now is that you got to go for the relationships first. And then once those relationships are established and the kids trust you, then they can learn from you. I think that's mm-hmm. something that everybody has figured out since, especially since the pandemic. For sure. Yeah. And what is, what is something that you do deliberately that, that creates those relationships with your students, other than calling them jabronis? <laughs> um, <laughs> Which clearly is like automatically, it's yeah. like you're in, right? right? But <laughs> no. Uh, no, just checking. I check in on students quite a bit. Just, uh, you know, hey, are you, you, are you doing okay? What's going on? Like, you're not, you're not, you know you know, you're not participating today or, or you're not, you know, you haven't turned anything in. Is there anything I can do to help just mm-hmm. and allowing my room to be a safe space if they yeah. need to come in in between class because they're, the hallways are too chaotic or, lunch, or they you said you kind of just open things up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Or if they, you know, didn't bring a water bottle and they need a water bottle, I, you know, come into my room and grab one from uh, me or a snack or, or what have you. And sometimes they just need someone to listen to them. I, I feel like in middle yeah. school, uh, they're practically, you know, self-sufficient with the basic needs. So parents are like, ah, they got this. Like they don't, they yeah. don't, you know, need me as much anymore, but they're still like little, they're little kids mm. inside these big, stinky hormonal bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, Emphasis they, on the stinky still, sometimes. Holy cow. But they really are. We we always say um, big bodies, little brains. Mm. Like they're they're still That's little kids. Like, yeah. Say. Wait, wait. You always we say do. That? My principal, my principal, when he hired me, he said that he's like they are little kids. You're coming from elementary. They are little kids inside these, mm. you know, big, stinky bodies. It's but so I still fun. do read aloud like, uh, like I did when I was in elementary. They really love yeah. them. I still have a treasure box in my classroom. Like I have like a reward What's system. What's in the treasure box? But, okay, all kinds of random things. Like pencils. Um, Are you my the pencil kids, person. Oh, <laughs> a lame gift. Unless it's mechanical pencils okay. or lead. Okay. The okay. Alpha okay. Is in there. Yeah. No, and erasable pens. They mm, like erasable pens. Um, no fidgets. Oh fun. They oh, are yeah. like they'll go crazy for fidgets. Um, water bottle stickers. Uh, gibbets are a What's huge a thing. It? It's like those little Crocs charms. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. I love those. Rage. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, though, best kept secret for Treasure Box. Okay. If you have kids and you take them to McDonald's or anywhere and get a, a kid's meal mm-hmm. and you don't want that crappy little toy floating around your house until it breaks or it gets lost or whatever, I just take their toys from them because they don't want them anyway. Um, you steal and toys I put them from your children? Those jabronis, you just steal them from them? No, no, not the jabronis, from my I, own personal children. I was associating jabronis <laughs> as your actual children. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, uh, but I take, I take their Happy Meal toys or whatever, and I put them in the treasure box. The kids freaking love them because they're too big for Happy Meals, but they still love like, the toys. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Why. You know so what? Have, oh, do you think it's like, because they're getting ready to move on to high school because you're eighth grade. 
And they're really mm-hmm. probably fighting with that. Like they want to still be little kids, but they know they're going to be like thrown into high school and have to kind of grow up. So they're probably like clinging to that little kid side. Yes, they really like. I've got kids with cars backpacks walking through the hallway. <laughs> Life is a highway. <laughs> uh, you know, I was meeting with my vice principal the other day because we had like evaluations, and she had a stack of pogs on her desk. And I was like, what, what are you doing with pogs? <laughs> pogs? And she said, well, there's a couple of boys that always like push each other and then it gets out of control. And I gave them, po- or they somehow found them at a swap meet or something. And so she goes, I went to the local store and bought. You know, for three bucks, a hundred pogs, and now I go out and I play with them, and pogs have become their like <laughs> unifying, connecting. I was like, well, shoot, I gotta That's find awesome. my pogs now because I still have like the little bad boy logo one and all the old ones yeah. from before. Oh my so. gosh, that's pogs. So I didn't know that you could buy pogs anymore. Not re- not new ones, but like recycled ones. Like when you go to GameStop and they have old Game Boy games, this would be like going to a yeah. card store and they have old pogs. I guess I don't really know. Wow, that's crazy. Um, do you know what Fabian? Do you know what pogs are? Yes, of course. I, do you know? How, do you know how I know? So um, well, I watched I'm, I'm, the. I love that you Germany. asked that yeah. question. Thank you for that, Sarah. That was the best. Well, I, no, I mean you grew po- up. I don't not, know if it was... pogs were not big in Germany. That's where you're okay, right. Thank but you. I thank do you, know it Steve. from watching The Simpsons because there's an episode yeah. where where Bart, I know Millhouse has pogs with Alf on it and it was like after Alf had long gone and he was like Pogs are back and Alf is on it so it's like <laughs> that's Everything how I know Pogs know. Yep. from the Simpsons yep. that's fantastic that's all I need to know about America yep. is the Simpsons yeah, Simpsons and Conan O'Brien I'll that's tell how you I was my, <laughs> I'll have to tell you my Simpsons Germany connection some t- about about that feels like an that off-air sometime. comment. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Is. It's that not. Is. It has nothing to do uh, with. Um, but speaking, so back to your treasure box. If you had pogs, my students would be very into it. So you got a treasure box. Do you have a reward system? You want to tell us about that? Yeah, yeah. I have. Um, I just printed off these like little slips. They're about this big. Um, I put them in like a pocket chart because I'm former elementary. I've got like a bajillion pocket charts, mm-hmm. and it's like. Um, Free 100, which drops their lowest grade. It's not really, and it can't be a zero. Um, A hood pass to where they can wear their hoodies in the classroom, which is like a treat because we don't allow hoods or hats. Um, A treasure box, uh, a snack, uh, a drink of their choice from my mini fridge. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, Oh, a custom sticker. Like I I have a sticker printer. Mm, Nice. Um, Yeah, there's like, but just random stuff. Oh, uh, they love this one. It's called Change of Scenery. Um, they can take the class outside. Ooh, for our oh, that's a neat okay. one. So they love that. Um, and so I have a raffle each week, and they get to get a pass. They go to the pass passes to get whatever they want if their name is drawn. So I pass out tickets, like if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Ooh, that's awesome. I love it. Or like have a really good answer or whatever. That's fantastic. Cool. That sounds like it's working really well. Yeah, th- there you go. Yeah, you know, you I go. needed that. Yeah. Yes, that's working <laughs> very well. That is the name of the segment, <laughs> so you nailed that. Well done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now if you could travel back in time, like what would be something, and you could travel back to, to see yourself. That's the only thing you can do. You can't do anything else. As a history teacher, I know that's torture. But um, you can travel back in time to when you started teaching elementary school or when you switched over to middle school. What is something that you with all the experience you have with being a TikTok superstar, um, <laughs> having like h- hundreds of thousands of followers and also the, the years of experience. I, I have tens of followers. Yes, more than we have. Um, but y- years of experience now in the classroom with eighth graders, with middle school, like what is something that you would tell yourself is kind of a pep talk? Um, just to, that there's always a reason for behavior. Mm. Like if there's behavior issues going on or if there's something that just doesn't like feels off about a kid, it's probably because there's something going on. Mm -hmm. And so anytime I have a a kid that is struggling, like if if they're, you know, like they are like cuss me out or they're like, you know, just acting a fool in my classroom one day, I'm like, Hey, come talk to me in the hallway. And so we got there and I'm like, first thing I always ask is, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Um, 
you're just not acting like yourself and it makes me worried. I'm worried about you. And so if I had to go back, that's the thing I would tell first year teacher, not that the bulletin boards have to be perfect Mm. or that you have to have the cute lessons or that you, you know, what matters is that you make sure that those kids are okay and that they have an adult in their corner and that they know that you care about them and, and love them and that you're there for them. So just making sure that first year teacher me knew that that was first and foremost and that kids just weren't being a jerk to be a jerk. Mm. Yeah. I asked the same question, but mine is more like, what's wrong with you? It's just a different, it's just a different tone. Like it's just yeah. a different you tone. Could, yeah. You could reword it a little bit. So how does that work for you, Scott? How does that work? well. They always go back to my two years ago when nothing I started and remind myself what she just said. I can't go back in time too far. But you're another, right. Another way you could word it is, why are you the way that you yeah, are? Yeah, there you go. I try yeah. to do something fun. Who do you fun. think you are? I try to do something fun. You make it not so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's like one of these things that I also noticed, like, especially because because I learned like the the teaching thing in Germany, I did student teaching in Germany. And like, when I moved here, and I started teaching here, the the first, like real teaching job I had was at a project based learning school, uh, high tech high here in San Diego. And the the teacher I was subbing for, he had to go out, he had like a like a cancer thing. So he, he knew he was going to go out and he, he had to like recover and stuff. But I watched him, how he taught and how, it, what just blew me away is the relationships that he built with his students. Like I sat in on so many times where he just took kids, he had like a little office and how he took kids to the office <clears throat> and like just talked to them about the most random stuff. And they loved him because of that. He was like the the grandpa slash dad kind of a character and he was really funny and he was really genuine and he was very like just true to himself and he really showed interest and that completely like threw me for a loop I was like I didn't never I had never experienced that as a student or as a teacher Mm -hmm. later on when I learned it and so that's something that I'm really proud of that I'm doing as well is like this building this relationship, making sure that your classroom is the place for them to come and be safe because a lot of them come from places where mm. they don't know what's going on. Like their home is not safe. Their parents are divorced. Stuff is happening. Or they're they just left know. alone completely. Like they just have Yeah, nobody. they have to come mm-hmm. home. They have right. to take care of their siblings because parents are out working, yeah. whatever. Their, their life is just not great at home. And so coming to my room or to our school, like that is our job is to keep them safe and to give them structure and to give them something that can rely on that is always the same every day they have a safe place to yep. be. And so, exactly. yeah, I think that's also, that, that is, I think one of the most important things we can provide them as teachers is well, the security. And, and they say that behavior is communication. So when somebody yeah. is acting out, they're trying to tell you something, right? And they're not effectively doing it because they're disruptive or whatever, yeah. but they're, you know, something's up, right? So, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. It's like when Fabian pretends to put me down, but really actually compliments me. It's very similar to that. You yeah. know what he's really doesn't saying. happen very often. But, yeah. <laughs> the accidental uh-huh. compliment. Yeah. yeah, every once in a while, and it's on record too because it's on the podcast. You can't hide it. Uh, the last thing we do is, what game are you playing lately? Like we usually just talk about something that's engaged. Like what are you doing to engage yourself, your students, or something that the rebel teachers out there can be like, oh yeah. So I love Wordle. It's uh, like one of my favorite things. Did you do today? Like as soon as I get up, that's the first Did you do today's? I'm still, I'm still yeah, trying I know it's it. Really no. mm, I'm not happy with it. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, one thing that my uh, teacher across the hall, my teacher bestie, and I did for a little while, but again, consistency. It's who I am. It's not. not in, I'm not consistent. <laughs> but. Uh, we did that and now I want to do it again, but, uh, you can make your own wordle yeah. with your words. And so you can put like vocabulary words and stuff like that in it. It's like a more, uh, PC way to do, I guess, like kind of like hangman. Remember yeah. the mm-hmm. game? Yeah. 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 So. That is true. That is not very, mm, kosher anymore today. Yeah. yeah. I, I walk <laughs> my sweet, sweet student teacher from last semester was subbing for me. And, uh, 
she, I, I said, what'd you do with the extra time that y'all had after vocabulary? She's like, oh, we played hangman. I was like, because oh. <laughs> uh, it's arguing causes of the civil war. And it's like, no, yeah, no. I was like, just in the future. Don't. So when you do wordles that you make up your own, is it that my wordle dot me? Like, what do you, do you have like a what? Uh, Oh, I don't remember. I think think the one I I use is my wordle dot M E. And that one's a really good one. So it might be the same. Yeah. So that, and then, um, we play something called uh, history hot seat in my classroom. That sounds fun. Like my favorite thing. And the kids actually, love it. It's a review game. So I basically put every concept, um, vocabulary word, et cetera, in a PowerPoint slideshow or Google slides show. Um, and it's just like a black screen with the white word at the top. And it's kind of like that heads up game, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you remember that? Yeah. or like, um, what is it called? Uh, headbands yep. mm-hmm. is like the yeah. like low tech version, but it'll be two students sitting up uh, in the hot seat, like on stools on in front of my classroom, and their teams have to tell them what that is or give them clues, history-based clues, um, to get them to guess. And my the, my teacher bestie across the hall got the game idea from somebody else, and then I just tweaked it and made it easier. Um, and with the slideshows, the pre-prepped slideshows, because they a lot of the times they'll just write it on the whiteboard. But the kids love it and they get really, really into it. Um, and that's been like a, a really, really good way to review in my classroom. I love so. Ooh, that's, that's a great awesome. one. Cool. That's a good idea. You were ready for that question. I well really had, didn't think about it until just now, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you should. That should have been like. Ah, say, I'll, I'll cut around. I mentioned that I'm a terrible liar that. too, so I just don't try. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we're uh, so yeah. glad that you joined us today. I, I mean, we I feel like everyone listening, I'm sure, is going to learn and take something away. Where do people find you? How do they get you, a hold of you? Or, uh, yeah, you can find yeah. me on Instagram and TikTok. And my username is at Recess in Heels TX. Recess in Heels TX, because I used to be awesome. elementary and recess was a thing. Now I'm. Yep. <laughs> Nailed it. It's pretty straightforward. Well, we're so glad that you joined us. Thank you, Sarah. Everybody, check us out, rebelteacheralliance.com. Check out our side pod, the the Edge of Protocols podcast that we got going on, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Bye.